This is Gareth Southgate, and this is the Three Lions Podcast. And welcome to the Three Lions podcast. My name is Russell Osborne and this is an independent England football supporters podcast. Finally, the time has come. November 2019, the cheers, the thrills, the emotions. England had again qualified for the European Championships of 2020. It was due to be held across 12 European cities And for the vast majority of us walking away from Wembley after that 7-0 win over Montenegro, coronavirus wasn't even in our vocabulary. More on our minds was the fact that we were one of the favourites. Talk of home advantage and the places we could be going last minute. Many booking potential flights based on certain scenarios. Then it happened. UEFA paused those dreams and we were all left in limbo. OK, more breaking news coming to us. UEFA have been holding this conferencing call meeting. Uh, we're starting to hear a few things coming from it. Brian, what can you tell us? Well, the Norwegian FA have just uh, confirmed that the European Championships this summer will be postponed until 2021. We should stress that we are waiting for confirmation from UEFA, who are still having that conference call involving all 55 associations. But finally, the dark clouds have begun to blow away. The smiles return to faces across the country. Summer 2021 has arrived. TVs being set up in gardens. Beers are being chilled. Flags being unfurled. And dreams being ignited again. There really isn't a feeling like that of an international tournament. England's path to European Championship glory begins against Croatia on Sunday the 13th of June at Wembley, followed by the big one, Scotland, Friday the 18th, then the Czech Republic on Tuesday the 22nd. I'm going to give it my best to keep up with it all here on the Three Lions podcast, and it'd be great to have you along for the ride. Tell your friends, follow on social media, leave a review on the likes of iTunes... It's going to be hard trying to combine this with work, family, general life, going to games, etc. I'm going to try my best. I've downloaded the app from UEFA. My tickets are ready. So let's crack on. As per usual, we'll have the preview episodes. And this is the first one. We're talking Croatia. Familiar foes in recent years. And we've met ten times since their formation. Winning five drawn two and lost three. And of course, there are the memories of 2004, Wayne Rooney coming of age. Rooney to Owen. Back for Rooney. Wayne Rooney is in for England again. Well, in this tournament, a true international star is born. His name, Wayne Rooney. Theo Walcott's hat-trick in Zagreb. Rooney. Lovely ball, it's Walcott. It couldn't be, could it? It is, you know, it's a hat-trick for Theo Walcott. Just sensational. 
disappointment of Russia 2018. And England have a free kick in a promising position. It's Kieran Trippier. It's in! Kieran Trippier's first goal for England is in a World Cup semi-final inside five minutes. Dreams do come true. But then the late joy at Wembley months later in the Nations League as we went from relegation candidates to playing in Portugal in the Nations League. Free kick to England. One goal you feel away from a place in the semi-final. And that is the goal. Harry Kane in the nick of time. His goal touches back right on cue. However, England's record in opening games for tournaments has been truly awful. Let me quickly run through this for you. Euro 1968, opening game, Yugoslavia, lost 1-0. Euro 1980, Belgium, drew 1-1. Euro 88, Republic of Ireland, lost 1-0. Euro 92, Denmark, drew 0-0. Euro 96, Switzerland, drew 1-0. Euro 2000, Portugal, lost 3-2. Euro 2004, France, lost 2-1. Euro 2012, France, drew 1-0. Euro 2016, Russia, drew 1-0. Doesn't make inspiring listening, does it? Now check this out. Croatia, at Euro 1996, opening game, beat Turkey. Euro 2004, opening game, drew with Switzerland. Euro 2008, beat Austria. 2012, beat Republic of Ireland. 2016, they beat Turkey. Something surely has to give. And here to join me from the Croatian Footy Podcast is Louvre Nikolats. Hello, Louvre, you right? Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. And when you said that, I'm even better. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Croatian football opening games of European tournaments, you possibly something to be feared. Oh, well, I, I hope we can continue the... I, I think a draw would be a very good result to start the tournament. So, yeah, I, I think we should, and I believe we could, give a surprise to England again. Again, yes, because obviously we've again, yes, very well again. <laughs> obviously, we've we've met before. We are we are familiar foes. Yeah. I mean, through the years, and it's only a, a recent history, isn't it? Going back to 1996, and and maybe for for younger listeners, they may have to Google Croatia's plotted history in the world. But yeah, the, the fixture has only really come about from 1996. But we've had some fairly important games over the years, haven't we? We have, we have. We can start, we, well, I mean, I guess the biggest one, isn't it, is the World Cup semi-final. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I, <laughs> so, I mean, how, how were you then? What, Where did you see that? What were your feelings then when you'd made it to a World Cup final? Oh, okay, yes. So that was on the summer of 2018, of course, mm. the best summer ever. <laughs> it was in my hometown. We got a big, big screen at the local uh, fut- futsal pitch. Oh, yeah. And I was with my father and my and my step stepsister and and my friends and it was just a blast to be honest and and a lot of nerves went. Oh, I bet yeah. I mean, I, I remember watching that and seeing England take the lead after three minutes, just thinking that 
I mean, really, I was thinking it's coming home, as I'm sure you've heard that phrase. Everybody, uh, everybody was thinking it. I mean, and for then Croatia to, uh, well, to to come back and, and put yourselves in the final, that that Croatia must have been a uh, been a blast that night. Oh, it, 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 dude, I I don't think I went to sleep. I I didn't went to sleep that <laughs> night because I was just through Twitter, for Instagram, everybody just talking about us. It, it was special. Yeah. So here we are, three years on. Croatia have again qualified for a, a major tournament. What? And, and we're speaking to you. Uh, you're coming from Croatia, so you're in a uh, in an ideal spot down there on the Dalmatian coast. What is the feeling in Croatia at the moment with regards to the team, the tournament, the opening game, and just 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 the whole atmosphere in Croatia? Well, currently. Uh, I don't know if you saw, we drew against Armenia 1-1. Did. Yeah. yeah, so the atmosphere has dropped a little bit, I would say. But now we're facing Belgium tomorrow, tomorrow night. So yeah, uh, if we get a good result against Belgium or sh- just show a good performance, I think we'll, we'll be okay in terms mm. of atmosphere heading into it. And then uh, the feelings about the Euros. My personal feelings are, I, I, I do not expect us to win it or even come to the final. No. I mean, we lost some key dressing room players like Choro Kasubasic and Manjukic, of course, yeah. who yourself know scored that scored a very crucial goal in 2018. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think it will be fine if we reach the quarterfinals because that's our best result ever in the Euros. We reached the two times and never went to the semis. So if we reach the quarterfinals, I think I'll be happy, and so will most of the country. Yeah. So I mean, what's the the I mean, we have a phrase in England that refers back to probably the the 2004-2006 England team that we... They're commonly referred to as the golden generation. Yeah. And obviously, over a period of time, they a lot of those players departed. I mean, was, was that 2018 team in, in relation to Croatia? Was that sort of the golden generation? Oh, well, I, it definitely is. We called it uh, the silver... The silver with the with, with uh what what's the phrase in English? How do you say it in English? I I can say it in Croatian, but <laughs> well, for all our Croatian listeners, they'll maybe understand you. Go on. Yeah, srebrni zlatnog sjaj. So basically, like you got the silver medal, but it's with a golden golden feeling or a golden. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, you have two, two perfect generations, so 2018 and 98. Yes. I mean, our first ever World Cup to reach to reach the semifinals, then sadly lose out to France, and then get get a bronze medal. I mean, that's a perfect way to introduce yourself to the footballing world. Without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, those, as you say, some of those players um, have now moved on since that. 2018 team but there's still a few players from it I mean the likes of Modric uh, Perisic these are Rebic these are players that people in England they will recognise yeah Brozovic uh, definitely Livakovic now Petkovic some of the Dinamo Zagreb players after they beat Tottenham so that's definitely some names they'll they'll recognise but sadly what I wanted this Euros to be was Ivan Rakitic's last tournament but of course he Retired from national duty, yeah, in November. So yeah, kind of sad, but we move. And the manager uh, was it Lato Dalic? He was former Lato player. Dalic, Lato Dalic, yeah, he was a former player, wasn't he? He was. He was. He was. 
So what's what's the feelings with regards to him? Well, I mean, now that we drew against Armenia, uh, a whole lot of backlash. But then again, we also had a poor start to the qualifiers for Qatar. So we lost to Slovenia, but then we kind of crawled it back with wins against Malta and Cyprus. Yeah. Not their best performances against those two teams. We barely beat Cyprus. I almost fell asleep during that match. So I think that speaks that speaks a lot. Yeah. If you're saying, obviously, you've drawn against Armenia and, and you've got Belgium on, on the horizon just as we're speaking, I mean, pre-tournament games, I mean, I tend to... Th- I mean, there was a, a point in my life where I was like, oh, we must win every game that we play. Um, but pre-tournament games there... Are they seen in Croatia as being, well, it's just an opportunity just to try a few things out for the one final time? Or, or you, I guess, really, you should be expected to beat Armenia regardless. Yeah, you, you really should. The night, the, I think they're ranked like 90th in FIFA. So, I, mm. yeah, you, you're really expected to beat them by a few goals, not, not just by one. Yeah. So, is the pressure really on Dalic to, to do well in this tournament? Because uh, obviously, with with the World Cup qualifiers later on in the year, if he doesn't do well, I mean, would he be there for the chopping board? Well, he signed a contract for uh, until Qatar, so after Qatar, he probably will go. Mm. But then again, these performances have kind of been, let's say, not good. But then again, I have favored him. I, I mean, the team is there. He has the players. He just needs to fit it right into the system. New players, uh, Barisic, uh, Vlasic, Charlotte Tsar even, who, who will definitely start the first match against England because Lovren is out with a little injury. So I'm backing him, but some some people are not, which I'm, you know, uh, I'm not I'm not with them. Right. Okay. So you're prepared to give him a uh, give him a chance. I mean, he got us well. He and, and the team got us at the silver medal, our best ever performance. So I'm I'm definitely going to back. Of course, yeah. So I mean, you mentioned a few players there, and, and we we know the likes of um, Lovren and Modric. Is there any one particular that maybe England fans maybe not so aware of that we should be looking out at? Well, as I said, Nikola Vlasic, a central attacking midfielder from Hajduk Split mm. to CSK to Everton. Yep. Then Everton sold him to CSK Moscow, and he's just been tearing up the Russian Premier League. He was named Player of the Season in the in the league last season, so he's just been phenomenal. Okay. And another name I would also like to mention is Josip Brekalo. Uh, left, he plays at both wings. To be honest, actually, he's playing at Wolfsburg. Had a pretty good end to the season with them. Scored a ha- scored a hat trick, first ever professional hat trick for him. So. Right. I think he'll also be a good name to give a shout. Okay, cool. Good players to look out for there. So, I mean, the first game is at Wembley, England, Croatia. You said you, what, a draw? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't think we'll finish first, but I would love it if we mm. finish first, to be honest. But then again, whoever finishes first faces the group of death. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's so, a poison chalice, isn't it, as we say? Yeah, it is. I, I would like to beat England. After all, after you know, after the 2018 World Cup, because if you ask me, a lot of you are arrogant and you're already talking about it's coming home. And you know, it would be a good start to to the summer if we if we beat you. So, yeah. but then I mean, again, I, I don't want to lose to to Scotland too. So, yeah, I was, gonna, 
I was going to say, so your next game would be against the Czech Republic at Hamden, and then yeah. and then you're facing Scotland on their own patch at Hamden. Yep. How do you see this group panning out? Well, I would say I have two predictions, one with my mind and one from my heart. Yeah. First, I'm going to go with my heart predictions. I want us to finish first, so I'll say by my heart, we finish first, England second, the Czech Republic third, and Scotland fourth. Yeah. But if you ask me... Literally, and what are my what are my professional opinions? If you if you might, I think England finished first, we finished second, and Scotland finished third. Oh, really? Scotland finished third? Okay. I mean, there there are good players in the squad. I mean, Scott McTominay, Jay Adams in the, in attack, yeah, and of course Andrew Robertson. Yeah, with, yeah, without a doubt, good players. I mean, and as well, we're talking on a day uh, the day after where the Czech Republic were beaten by Italy. 4-0 yep. um, so yeah as, as I've already said pre-tournament games maybe you can't read too much into it but but yeah I think I would I would as well go with your what you think in your head um, that yeah, it, would, yeah. it would be England England Croatia I don't know I, I, to be fair I think you could toss a coin between the uh, the Czech Republic and Scotland as to where they will finish um, but it's it's certainly going to be an interesting start to the tournament who do you see Obviously, you'd love to see Croatia win it, but who do you uh, see the, the trophy going to? How do you think that'll pan out? Well, I, I don't want our friends to win it. I, after all that, the back in the final, I don't want. I don't want them to win it. To win it, yeah. I realistically don't. So I'm go, I'm gonna go with Portugal. Okay, to to retain the trophy. To retain, yeah, to retain the trophy. Okay, well, we'll we'll see how that pans out as the tournament goes along. I must admit, because England haven't been drawn with Portugal, I haven't really taken a great deal of notice of of how they've been been going along. But obviously, we know what they're capable of. The likes of Spain, Italy, Germany. I don't know if Germany this year are going to be. Uh, yeah, cracked up to be. Germany, Germany are a big question mark. Hmm. I mean, they lost to North Macedonia, so <laughs> I don't know yes. what that tells you. So. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, an interesting tournament, and yeah, it's it's great to speak to you. Thanks for giving us a uh, an insight into the the Croatian side. Go and tell us a little bit about um, Croatia Footy. You do a podcast. You got the Twitter account. Um, how did all this come about? Oh well, it was so I created it right after the ma- the match against Wales in the qualifiers for mm. the for right now these Euros. Yeah, because I didn't see anybody anybody doing it in depth. So I, I decided, why not me, you know? Why not? I, yeah, you know, me, a, a then 14-year-old just decided to do that, so. Excellent. You know. And you're Croatian yeah, by birth, aren't you? I am. I, I was born in Dubrovnik, yeah. And the podcast you've got, I've tuned into a couple of them. It's it's all in English, isn't it? It's all in English, but it's kind of stopped recently because my co-host and I have kind of been on the break due to school. Hmm. Not an easy year because we we've, we've been online and in in real life, so it's yeah. kind of tough. But it's nearly the end, so I have an episode coming up. Good, that'd be uh, be good to tune in. Where can we find it? Uh, you can find it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere that has a podcast. Absolutely, thing yeah. to listen to. And the uh, the Twitter account is at Croatia Footy, isn't it? Yep, it is. Louvre, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, Totally enjoy the tournament, um, and I hope Croatia do well. Um, it's always good to see. And it's just one thing that we'll be missing, um, and I'm sure you'd 
uh, realise this as well. Croatian supporters, when you see a mass yeah, of yeah. Croatian supporters... The checkerboard. The checkerboard. It, it's a f- absolutely amazing sight, seeing all the uh, the Croatian fans there. And it's, it's such a shame that... Well, it's just obviously such a shame, the, the situation we're in. But, um, yeah, here's, yeah, here's but, hoping to the future. Yeah, we'll definitely be tuning the team on from, from our homeland. So, yeah. Where are you going to be watching the uh, the England game? Oh, probably outside. If if we bring on the big screen again, so I'll see either that or somewhere in a cafe or a bar. Sounds sounds excellent. Sounds lovely, Louvre. Thank you very much for your time, and yeah, stay in touch. We may meet again. Yeah, we might. We might. We let's see how the tournament pans out. Yeah, you never know. Now something a little fun. Every tournament this happens, or certainly in this country, songs are written and released with the aim of getting behind the national team. Whether it does in the likes of France, Spain, Italy, I don't know. I can imagine the Germans, I bet they do it. Uh, To start with, it was the players getting in the studio. Remember back home? Or some of you may do. In 1990, bands got involved. Think New Order's World in Motion. 1996, comedians had a crack at it. Skinner and Badil and the Lightning Seeds with Three Lions. Some then became Terrace Anthems, Vindaloo. Then it all kind of went downhill. Ant and Deck, Embrace, Chris Kamara, James Corden had a crack at it too. But fans, they too have had a go at it over the years. And I remember we featured a few on an episode before the 2018 World Cup. And I'm pleased to say I'm joined by some England fans who have also written some tunes to get us in the mood. Hi Russell. Come on England. You're watching England Together, which is out now on Spotify and iTunes. We're raising money with the song for two charities, that's the NHS Charities Together and the Frank Bruno Foundation, which supports mental health and well-being. But we're also supporting England in this year's Euros. And we want England to go all the way and win the Euros and bring it home. So come on, England, get the song. It's on YouTube as well, England Together, charity single. Download it now and support the charities. Thank you so much, Russell, giving me the opportunity. Come on, England.
Next up is a track called Biggest Fan, and it's by Frank Brannan. And you can find him on Instagram at Frank Brannanista. You can stream this song also on Spotify. And I'll put links to all these tracks so you can listen to them in full, and you can find them on the Three Lions podcast Twitter account. So this is Frank Brannan and Biggest Fan. And I'm at the game I buy a half-time pie Boy, what a shame Oh yeah, stamp my feet For the atmosphere And if somebody streaks In the get my chair Then we hold our breath For the English squad Singing God Save the Queen You know that now's the time You gotta be the man So do it while you can For the biggest fan This is CJ from England TV with our new single, our new charity single for the Bobby Moore Fund and NHS. Uh, It's called Football's Coming Home to England appropriately for our games at Wembley. It's done by Buster, the England mascot. Please give it a download. 99p goes to charity and we need to get it to number one because football is coming home to England. We need to stop telling people that football's coming home. There's a feeling on the street. Everybody's coming out All the teams we're gonna beat With the Euros coming round Bombing army marches on Like never before Under Wembley's arch You'll hear the lions roar Football's coming home to England Football's coming home to England we have it the first preview episode done it's got me thinking back to when i was doing exactly this for the world cup the quick turnaround of these podcasts what am i thinking i must be mad uh one i do have already recorded and ready to go very soon is an england versus scotland special and that is guaranteed to get you in the mood for that fixture that is coming very soon Anyway, Euro 2020 is as good as started as far as I'm concerned. Now this is out. But officially, it starts with Turkey against Italy in Rome on Friday. And as I look at my wall charts, it's the first game of Group A. It's an 8 o'clock kickoff. 
Saturday sees the other game in that group, Wales against the Swiss at 2. 5pm sees Denmark play Finland and then Belgium against Russia. And Sunday, as we've spoken about, it's our turn. And it's in a bit of a back-to-front fashion, as we're the only game of Group D, starts at 2 o'clock, and then Group C starts at 5pm, Austria against North Macedonia, uh, and then same group, the Netherlands against the Ukraine. So plenty of football coming our way to hopefully enjoy. Thank you very much for listening, as always. Cheers to Louvre Nikolats. Go find him on Twitter, at CroatiaFooty. And I'll be back very soon, reflecting back on the Croatia game and previewing the Scotland game. Aidan Smith from Three Lions Net will join me, and I hope you can too. And as always, feel free to get involved. Why not have your say on the game? Open up your phone, send me a voice message with your thoughts, and email it to threelionspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also say hi on all the social media channels. Just search Three Lions Podcast on the likes of Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Right, I really am getting excited now. I better go before it gets a little bit too much. It's almost that night before Christmas feeling. Cheers. Cheers.